don't sit this far back, but I am sitting a little bit behind. And I don't know if this is picking up my audio properly, but Hello. I'll... Why don't you move the computer closer? Oh, that's smart. Oh. I'm, good. I'm good over here. All right. You think that the computer will hear you today? Because you're usually like, Hello, my name is James Pony. Thank you for listening. Look at how low that is. Did you just make fun of me in front of my back? In front of your back? I didn't make fun of you. I just was doing your voice. That's not how I sound. Yo, my name is James Boney. I sound smooth and sexual. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is James Boney. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi guys. What's up? What's poppin'? Wish poppin'? Um, welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. Um, Happy Monday. Shout out to all you beautiful people listening. Look, we didn't we just went straight for the kill. Just straight into hello, hi, how are you? I feel like we usually talk about stuff first and then we we make it there. We do. Whatever. I mean, you know, things change. You know. But the game stays the same. We mature. Um mature. anyway, I have so much to talk to you about today, James. What you want to talk about? Um First things first, are you watching T.I. and Young Jeezy this Thursday? No. Why not? You're not a big hip-hop fan, are you? Yeah, but I just... Is it T.I. and Young... Or is it, it was somebody else in Jeezy, wasn't it? It's T.I. and Young Jeezy on Thursday. But wasn't it supposed to be somebody else? No. But no, I'm not going to watch it. I'm probably going to have something to do. Okay. Who do you want to win? I'd like... I'd like Jeezy to win. Okay. Any particular reason, or you just kind of vibe with him more? I just feel like if I knew T.I., personally, I wouldn't like him. Really? Yeah. Why? Because the way he talks. Mm. Like, educated? He, he does it on purpose. It's not like, you know. Mm. Uh, sometimes it's a little extra, but yeah. I think he does it when he's doing it extra. I think it's to be funny. Um, but I think he really talks like that. Uh, no, I don't know. Unequivocally. I feel like he would, he would just be annoying. So, um, I don't know who I'm rooting for. I like them both. I just feel like it's going to be really enjoyable. But, you know, T.I. thinks he's the... He doesn't think. I guess he's the king of the South. So, I feel like he's going to feel really like... Who do you think, who do you think has more hits? T.I., clearly. Like, mainstream hits? T.I. He has songs with everybody. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I guess we'll watch how many of you are watching the verses. Um, I feel like they announced this one so long ago, and it's taken so long to get to this date. Usually, I feel like it's like a two-week wait. I'm pretty sure he's, he, it was supposed to be somebody else. It was not. I feel like stuff was being talked about. Um, but Because, look, I the last time I talked about this verses was when David came on the show, the day you weren't here. We talked about this versus because oh. we had first found out that was a, that was like two or three episodes ago. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. Speaking of Ti, I wanted to talk to you about something in particular. You know, last week or the week before, King Von was murdered. Right. Um, and he was murdered in Atlanta. Right. And um, following his death, like R.I.P. to him. Um, but following his death, Ti posted something, and. What he said, I hope he didn't delete it because I feel like he deleted. He deleted it. Of course, he deleted it. Um, Screenshots are important, Journey. Dang, they got him. But basically, he was saying, um, you know, stop coming to Atlanta to settle your beefs. We are a city um, that is driven by black excellence and we are really trying to grow. And he said, um, Handle your beefs in your city. And he said this, I feel like, a few days after King Von died and everybody was talking about his murder. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he was talking about his murder, like, indirectly. What do you think about that statement? Like, how do you feel about it? Well, I I think, to an extent, he's right. But at the same time, like, just, you shouldn't even, you should should encourage them more to not have beef. Okay. Yeah. So like, you think no beef at all? If anything, like come to Atlanta to settle your b- 
beef in a peaceful way. Okay. Like, Instead of telling yeah. them to kill each other at home. Or like go somewhere else to kill each other. Right. right. But they just don't kill each other at all. Okay. I like right. that. Yeah. Um, I like that. I think that's what he should have said. Right. And then he realized he should have said that. And that's probably why he took that off of the internet. Right. A lot of people came for him. Um, the guy, King Von's sister, came for him. Like she started talking about him cheating, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people went in and told him like he needed to be quiet because um, not only was he wrong for posting it, but that, um, but that he, what did they say? That he was talking about real killers. So like it, it's nothing for them to like come after him. Um, just for speaking out of turn. Um, the reason I brought this up is because I have a unique perspective on this. Um, and and what might that mean? I honestly did not mind what he said. I the only thing I had a problem with was the um the only problem I had with it was the timing. I thought it was insensitive, and when people are dealing with a death, like that's not something you say there yeah. at that time. However. I do think that black people as a whole, we need to start treating our communities like he was saying in that post. And I know it sounds like harsh or cruel, like go kill people in your city. But if you don't want to evolve and if you want to stay on this stupid gang shit forever, go do it where you like to do that. at. Don't do it in a black area where people are flourishing and trying to do well um i i completely agree with him and i think more people honestly need to speak like that because like us living in new jersey south orange avenue runs through six cities you notice how you never see the crackheads on south orange avenue and livingston (laughs) and short hills and florham park they never make it there but that's because those white people they hold their city accountable. And I feel like they set those boundaries. Don't come over here with your nonsense. So the crackheads know exactly when to stop or where not to go because they know that the city (laughs) is, or the people, patrons, whatever, are going to complain and make it, you know, a no-go. I just feel like if more black people did that, it would just be better. We We could police our own areas. And then, like, we're always complaining about gentrification. We need to gentrify our own areas. And then other people won't come and gentrify them and kick everybody out. I just think it's funny that you said the crack has nowhere to stop. They do. <laughs> they In every hood, they know where to stop. <laughs> I've never seen a crackhead in Livingston. <laughs> don't go past there. He went too far. And it'll be like, it's literally a block. Oh, they just don't cross it. Man, that's crazy. That even that's even on Springfield Avenue. When you get to Maplewood, past yeah. the you don't see any more crazy niggas. They <laughs> it's like the same street. Yeah. Anyway, but I do think black people we should take care of our stuff, you know, um, more that's, than we do. That's why I said I, I think you know I, I was fifty fifty with the comment, but right at the same time you just shouldn't you should. That's basically what you were just saying though. We just need to just. Not encouraging any of that stuff. Right, I, right. It's partially encouraging it. But. No, true, true, true. Um, and yeah, you're right because it's like don't encourage it in another neighborhood. Yeah. Um, but I I do feel like he said that because I feel like he just like if y'all niggas want to stay ignorant, do it somewhere else. Right. Don't do it here. Like don't I can't if I can't if I can't force y'all to leave the game, at least don't do it here. Right. Because y'all messing up y'all messing up the price. Of this city by doing nonsense like that. Um, but if that's the case, then I don't. If if he when he does his music, I guess he needs to like mm, okay. that. It, it Be needs a little bit more careful. Like so, don't talk about you know drugs in Atlanta and how things like how hood in Atlanta is. Like talk about making Atlanta better in your songs now. That's true. I do feel like rappers tend to preach differently than they rap. Right. Um, so the content of their music needs to change. I think that their only response to that would be um, they are rapping about a past life um, or, you know, it's it's in context. Like, you got to listen in context. But I agree with you. Um, the content needs to change. But, like, Jay still raps about crack coke. But, like, I feel like he always, like, flips it in a way to, like, 
show you where he came from. Right, right. Like, more so than he's not necessarily glorifying it. Um, but I don't know. Like, so King Von got shot, and then, like, a few minutes ago, um, I heard that Benny, I believe his name is Benny the Butcher, got shot. He's another rapper. He's like, I don't listen to them a lot, but he's a part of this crew, I believe, called Griselda. Um, you don't know them? Nope. Um, damn, but I heard he got shot in his leg, and I just feel like, Where's all this gun violence? I mean, I know niggas die every day in the hood. And, like, that's how men spar when they're in that light. But I just feel like it's one after the other. Like, Boosie got shot in his leg the other yesterday. Now this one is just too much for me. It's too ghetto. Well, if there's anybody listening, hopefully it's like, you know, if you're in your 30s, you know, you're probably past the whole rapping stage but i feel like the whole purpose of you wanting to seek fame and success is so you can get yourself out right of the hood so therefore if you do if you are a aspiring rapper and you do get yourself a nice record deal whatever you want to do i'm, I'm assuming you want to get yourself out so like stick to that and just so do, do you think that people who uh like come from the hood should like um leave their hood roots alone when they become successful i believe you you should take them out of the hood but you can't take the hood out of them so what happens when the hood still follows them wherever they go like i mean i mean if necessary then you bring the hood out if necessary okay but the whole purpose is for you to get out you don't want to be broke anymore like i don't know i guess they, they they glorify this whole hood rich thing but that's not a real thing, man. But I feel like Boozy and this guy, I feel like they got shot, like, not, like, in the hood. Like, they weren't walking in the hood. I feel like it, it might have been, like, a show or a club appearance. Mm. Um, and that's how a lot of them make their money. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like hip-hop is such a, like, important culture in the black community. Mm. And I feel like we're making ourselves look bad. Right. You know, um, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast and Maul was saying how like they're going to if things like this keep happening to prominent rappers, um, mainstream venues and locations are going to stop black people from performing there. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Like, I just feel like I don't know if these nutheads are really thinking about that when they do stuff like this. Y'all make the whole black race look bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's enough for rapper talk, because we ain't rappers. Well, I am. All right, spit a bar. A bar. Spit a 16. <laughs> I'm not, I can't right now. I don't got to beat. All right, I got you. No, 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 I need to, no, 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 Come on. Yo, yo. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, my name is James Boney. I'm recording this podcast. (laughs) This is uh, bad. It's already bad. Don't play with me because I got Gene to beat your ass. That's my friend. (laughs) To the end? To the end. (laughs) Um, See, I like to rap old school. Okay. Like the Sugar Hill gang? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's bad. Um, (laughs) All right, so... also, in talks of death, um, I actually had this conversation with Geraldine briefly, but King Vine passed away, and then um, his ex-girlfriend, who I think they broke up just a few mi- few months before he passed, started posting all her videos and, you know, lovey-dovey, I love, this was the man I was in love with, she was grieving online. Then his son's mother also posted a few things like love of my life. I loved you. I I think it was clear that they were not together, but still like, I guess they were together a year prior. Um, and I've seen this in real life where a man dies. Um, and then all these women come out of the woodworks expressing their love for him. And not only that showcasing what they had with him. Like, do you think that's crazy or no? I think it's fine. Damn. What if he had a main chick at the time and let's say you were with him like a year prior and you guys were together for years? 
it's okay if the ex-girl goes on her rants and posts posts all her videos. I mean, the dude died. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the problem? I know problem? it's not funny. <laughs> I know it's not funny, but I feel like this can be problematic. Why? Like, why are you fighting over somebody that died? If they're still alive, sure, but they're dead. Like, let them Let everybody... Show. Let, let them show their love that they have for the person. But do you think it's like embarrassing for the girl who was supposed to be with him if like all these girls are talking about they were also with him? The t wait, like so this was at a time where he wasn't supposed to be with these other girls, what you're saying? I, it do, I feel like to a certain extent it doesn't matter. Sometimes it overlaps where one girl is claiming she was with him while the main chick was blah, blah, blah. Okay. But I also feel like if he had a main chick at the time of his death, that main chick may feel a certain type of way if, like, his ex-chick is, like, expressing her sympathy. But she's going as far as posting all their lovey-dovey videos. <laughs> so just to clarify. So let's say if, let's say if I have a girlfriend, right, mm -hmm. and I die. Yes. And then my ex-girlfriend of two years ago uh-huh post pictures of us yes all y'all memories and let's say she she never got over you she's been <laughs> she's but, been single since y'all broke up but but throughout the two years that we've been broken up i've been with my, a new person with my, yeah, my new yes person. what is wrong with that it's nothing wrong with her posting all y'all videos no and you're you're because I, I died <laughs> the key factor is that you're dead. Like she, she, God forbid, God forbid. I mean, like, yeah, God forbid. But she, she misses me. She misses, like, yo, like, you know. Should like, your main girlfriend feel some type of way at that? No, because I died. <laughs> she could, she should understand why she feels like. Because, like, ladies and gentlemen, my name is James Boney, and I'm a great guy. <laughs> so, like, that could be this. That could be the situation for for a lot of people where they're like, All right, right. I so. think so. I do. I do think that that happens often. Um, but it sounds to me that you don't necessarily agree. No, I actually don't have a problem with it. I do think that from the outside looking in, sometimes it can look a little messy. I, even in the person's death. Because you know, like, people, especially when people die, people find things to talk about. Right, right. Like, So I feel like if you're a spectator, you're going to start, like, doing timelines. You're going to start being like, what is going on here? Or how does that person feel? And I think there's some women who genuinely would be offended by the by the um, extent to which another woman posts. I feel like you should be respectful if he had a current. But some women don't abide by that because it's like, yo, I was in love with him longer. Or I was with him longer. So I don't care about you. We had plans, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like if he had a serious relationship... If you want to post, post, but I think you should really be respectful of the fact that he was in a relationship. But in this case, he had a kid with an ex, right? Mm -hmm. And then he had a girl that he broke up with recently. Yes. So you think, like... No, the, the ex, the mother of his kid, I feel like her post, especially the picture, was very respectful. The caption was a little deep. Right. But it wasn't, I don't think it was that distasteful. Okay. At all. I just wanted to ask in general like about... Like, uh, yeah. yeah. The things that do happen. But, right. I mean, look. I just think that it's a way of people showing their respect. Like, if I die, just let me die and then let people love the time, love me for the time that I was here. Right, right. I do think that the death um, should supersede um, any... Say I am... What's the guy's name? Boozy, you said? I got shot in the leg. Uh-huh. Say I got shot and I survived. And then I have an ex. Oh, my God. You got shot. And I'm showing all these... All these pictures show up of my ex. And we're together. Like, you could have been gone. And I'm glad you're still here. Mm. And it's like, damn. That's know? problematic. That's a little problematic. If you're still alive. Because it's like, damn. Like, yo, dude. Like, what you trying to do? Okay. Yeah. So... So, the death has to be there. Yeah. You got you to gotta die. Okay. Thugs die. Right so it's like, is <laughs> is there like death posting protocol? I'm like, <laughs> are there restrictions? Yeah, are there restrictions? And like, because let, let me tell you something. This social media lifestyle has really 
change the game of how people express themselves. And I feel like for people, sometimes you don't even know your intentions if you're chasing clout or if you're being genuine. Because people do that even in light of death. They want sympathy. Not I, I want you to have sympathy, whatever. But people really be asking for clout. Like right. just off the strength of somebody close to them or somebody that they know dying. So like is there death protocol? Like when it comes to posting on social media or should you just do how you feel? I think like say I have an uncle, right? And he's my mom's youngest brother. He is a he's a street guy, right? Mm-hmm. So I think he's like what? He's 11 years, 13 years older than me, so he's probably like 47, right? Mm-hmm. But he still sags his pants and oh, wears wow. like crazy things and stuff like that. And he takes pictures with him putting up his middle finger. If, oh, my, wow. if, if my uncle dies, I'm not gonna post a picture of him like that. Okay. I'm gonna, that, so that's something that you don't want to do. You're yeah. going to find a respectful photograph. Exactly. So okay. like things like that, there's like, you know, okay. protocols. Like, and if you have like a girlfriend or a wife and then she dies, and you're like, you like, you don't want to post the pictures of you palming her ass. Okay. I wouldn't. I, yeah, I don't think so. So <laughs> like, appro- yeah. appropriate photographs. There you go. To, to commemorate someone's death. Yeah. Okay. But that's the only protocol you could really think of? Yeah. That, okay. I do think that you should check your intentions though too. Right. Like, um, I don't know. I should just, I just think you should check your intentions, but I also feel like that's very, um, that's a personality thing. Like, for example, my aunt passed away three weeks ago and there's been times where I've like, cause I went, as soon as she passed, I like drove to Virginia and I spent a lot of time with my family and we like went through her albums and stuff and looking at so many of her albums, like with pictures with me as a child with her. I wanted to post those so bad, but um, I honestly did not want an overwhelming amount of people messaging me and telling me, oh my gosh, I'm sorry for your loss. And I don't know why I didn't want that. I it was, I just thought about that and I just was like, uh, I don't want to do that right now. I don't really want to deal with those messages or whatever. So I haven't posted anything. Um, but I feel like some people, when stuff like that happens, the first instant the first thing they go to is social media and maybe they need that love you know what i'm saying everybody's different maybe they need that love but i don't know i just i feel like it's i feel like when for me not for anybody else i feel like when your first resort is social media sometimes you don't allow yourself to feel what you might need to feel Mm -hmm. so you become addicted or numb to the real feeling and then you feel like you keep needing that. Right. So you don't really help, you know, whatever it is. You don't really help. That doesn't help the mourning process, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, death just honestly brings out, I feel like, the worst in people, in some people. A lot of times it does, yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's because a lot of people are dealing with like hurt, and um other all these other kind of feelings um and i wish i don't know i just wish death brought about more love you know than it does you know anger and uh i don't know horrible things okay so moving forward we don't have a death in the white house but somebody gotta go right somebody gotta go so since the last time uh I was here. Um, allegedly, we have a new president. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's better than Trump. Okay. Um, the I'm, wind I'm, is wilding. Right. I, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad Jersey. You know, we did our thing, bro. Well, Jersey always does our thing. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, we always. We, we always do. blue. Yeah. I mean, some areas be a little reddish but i think a lot of those areas my uncle was actually telling me today a lot of those areas like somerset county and they were they were blue this time around yeah um when they usually aren't um do you think that like all these recounts will change anything no okay so you think straight up joe biden won yes and what had like what personally has led you to like be convicted by that I just think that uh, you hear, like, I know, like, CNN is a uh, pro-Democrat. Yeah, and, they're uh, very liberal. I think Fox News is 
is pro uh, Republican. Uh-huh. But you see a lot of things nowadays where this people just don't mess with Trump. Right, right. It's, and it's not it's not even like a it's not even like a political uh-huh. aspect. It's just like it's a um characteristic and personality thing where there's like you know, and the, you know people have problems with him tweeting all day and just doing things that he just shouldn't be doing. Right, as a president. And, yeah, and like as a professional. So I think people are just over it. Right. So, Even Republicans. Exactly. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, being a Republican is not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not. I'm a black yeah. Republican. Money I got coming in. Okay. Can't leave the hood alone. I got love for them. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> but it's not bad. Because, I mean, I mean, listen, it's a free country. We're entitled to our own opinions. So there are things that, you know, there's some things that Republicans do right. And there's things that they do wrong and vice versa. Uh, yeah, so. I feel like both parties have pluses and minuses. Exactly. So. Um, um, but Trump. Yeah, he was gr- weird. Grabbing vaginas. He's like, I don't want to do anything about coronavirus. I don't understand. Like, dude, th- that shutdown we had earlier this year, it, it helped. Right. We need to do it again. I need to collect unemployment. <laughs> he's not. He's also <laughs> just not presidential material. Yeah. Like. It, and I know, like, some people are, like, all the presidents are, like, nasty niggas behind closed doors when right. you want to think about it. But I just feel like I need my president to at least have some couth on Front Street. Exactly. Like, please. Um, just a little bit. Um, do you think, like, voter fraud happened? I think so. Yeah. I, but I think voter fraud happens every year. I don't think, like, this in this election. Like, I honestly think that every election... You will find city, states, or um, whatever that do things the wrong way. I right. just feel like sometimes one person prevails and one doesn't, but it doesn't mean that there's not shady shit that goes on with elections. Right, right, right. Um, I believe that. I believe that as well. Right. I think he's just mad because this time his side didn't win. Hmm. Like, it, so if there was voter fraud, but he won, would it have been okay? Would he be this loud, like as he is now? He really wants those two terms. But. He does, but I don't think he's going to get it. Um, do you think Biden will uh, remove it, us? I'm sorry, but isn't it too late to do anything, to revote? No, nah, I think some states are recounting as the, we speak. I thought the 12th was, uh, was the last day. I don't know. I think some states are recounting. And, um, yeah, but I think they're... Like, as of now, everybody stands where they stand. And I think he might have, excuse me, a couple lawsuits pending um, in some areas. Um, but I was going to say, do you think Joe Biden is going to relieve us of our student loans? No. You think that's all cap? Broken promise. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just... Yeah, nah. That first of all, they're forgiving that money like nothing. So I don't know when it's forgiven. I need to know why y'all. Why do y'all need it anyway? If you gonna forgive me for it, if you about to forgive a hundred thousand dollars of my student loans, why do you need the ten thousand? Who is qualifying for this? I am qualified for free loan forgiveness. How? Um, I don't know if it's if I'm a um, what is it called? Uh, um. A civil, hmm, is it called civil servant? Okay, yeah. Um, because I'm a teacher, so we have a loan forgiveness program. Um, if I pay consistently for 10 years, the rest of my loans are free. Uh, any amount that I get locked down with them, if I pay consistently for 10 years, the rest of my loans are forgiven. So, But you are paying into it a little bit. Yes, okay. but the, I, that's why I haven't even started my like final process, but that's why I'm trying to get the lowest payment ever because if y'all going to forgive it anyway, right? I'm not about to put mad money into this. Right. And I know people, I think I probably have like, I don't know, I got a lot of money in student loans, probably like 100000 maybe, um, or, or almost, or maybe over. Um, I know people with in the 200s who are doing this program too. So I just feel like, how are y'all doing this? I mean, that would be great. That would be great. Yeah. But I just don't believe it. But, and their promise is not even for forgiveness. I mean, their promise is not in that capacity. I think it's just like, generally speaking, for like a group of people, it don't matter what you've paid in. I think they promise to just forgive. 
a certain amount. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe like twenty thousand or something. Perhaps. I mean, I'll take it. Um. Yeah. Well, I even feel like with Corona, all the I believe all student loans automatically went into default. Right. Like they didn't make anybody pay on their loans right. during this time. If they have that much control, none of them getting paid right now. They got the control to just wipe it out. They could hit. They could hit control all delete <laughs> on our student loans. Um. Okay. So we went live earlier this week, and yes, we did. Yeah, we went live, and it was a pretty good live. Um, I've, I'm actually very happy with Instagram because Instagram seems to have no more limits on lives. And I was so surprised because I was waiting to see that, you know, notification when it's a minute left, but that didn't happen. Um, but anyway, on our last live, we kind of talked about like astrology compatibility and, um, things of that nature. I wanted to talk to you about regular compatibility, um, would you be willing to take like a test to figure out like who you might match with or like say you meet somebody um and you like them before you guys like i guess engaged in like the real dating process would you be willing to take a combat compatibility test with them i'd be willing to do it but that doesn't really mean anything because mm. if you like them then you like them yeah mm. if you really wanted to be of something then you would just make it be of something I guess. You you make yourself compatible. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I do think that compatibility... I don't know why I have a hard time saying that word. But I do think that compatibility tests are can be truthful, but it depends on how you get the information. Because everybody lies. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I want to skew the data, I can. But it's like, it's like coming to America. It's like, you know, what kind, what kind of uh, food do you like? Hmm. Whatever food you like. Oh. You know? so. That's crazy. <laughs> like, I hope that... I hope there's not people who... Who really... I had to envision that part in the movie um, when she kept saying... Work like a dog. <laughs> she was a little crazy. She was a little crazy. Um, Dang, I wanted to talk to you about something else because... All right. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. Dun, dun, dun. Last month, I posted a picture with you and I. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and I had to delete that picture before my 24 hours were up because a lot of people kept DMing me and asking me questions. And it was really annoying to me because I put on the picture me and the co-host. But, like, people don't listen. Why don't people listen? Because maybe they thought it was a new terminology in 2020. Like, you know, the word toxic. Maybe like co-host means something else. Oh, my gosh. Lord, it was, please forgive them. It was a little frustrating. And it makes me like, it makes me never want to post a picture with a man again. Let me find out you're, you're ashamed of me. I am ashamed of you. Damn. <laughs> anyway, though. Um, I hope my ex-boyfriend doesn't listen to this show, like my high school ex-boyfriend, because he was one of the people who DM'd me, and he was like, that's your man? And I was like, nah. And then um, I'm like, that's my co-host. Like, it says it on the goddamn picture. Um, And then he like, oh, like, are you single? And I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, y'all don't want no kids? Like, y'all don't want a husband? And but this is this is in your DM. Mm-hmm. So how do you know he was talking like that? Because I know him, <laughs> uh, and I'm reading it in my voice. But clearly he doesn't talk like that. But I I'm given the energy. Yeah, um, yeah. But he was like, you don't um you don't want no kids, you don't want no husband, and I'm like, first of all, do we do the picking or does somebody else do the picking? What you think I'm about to go do? Go out in the street and. Like, yo, yeah. yo, you about to be my husband? Right. I'll come over here. When he was asking me that, yeah. I just. <laughs> yo. <laughs> I was just so confused. But I was just like, you know, when I meet the right person, then this is going to happen. Anyway, long story short, based off that conversation, I just wanted to ask you, like, when people ask you, why are you single? Why are you not married yet? Like, do you, like, 
hate that question or are you okay with it? It doesn't bother me. Really? I don't think I get it. I don't think I get it a lot. Maybe people are like, I can see why you're single. Really? But maybe it's more so a question that women get asked than men. I don't know. I don't really get... I have a few people in my family that ask me why I don't have kids yet. Uh-huh. Because it, it's like, you let this one or two cousins have kids before you. It's like, dude, that's what they wanted to do. But right. I, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I, I don't get that question asked a lot. I feel like a lot of... I don't even want to put it on women. I think a lot of single people out here who are of a certain age... Um, I feel like their parents sometimes ask them, like, yo, why you why you single? Like, you don't want to have kids? Like, and even, um, God rest her soul, my aunt, when she used to talk to me, she used to be like, you don't want to marry anybody? And I, I personally feel like older people ask us stuff like this a lot because I feel like when they were of a certain age, it was no longer about love. Yeah. It was just like, yo, all right, we're going to pick the best person. And because this is where you should be at in your life, um, you got to make it do what it do. And when I used to tell her, like, I was single, like, I was waiting to find the right guy, she would always say to me, you know, nobody's perfect. You're just going to have to take what you could get. And, like, I'm not trying to take what I could get. I don't believe in settling either. Yeah. I'm not trying to take what I could get. Nah. Like, good things come to those who, who wait. So, you know, if you just believe in yourself believe in God, that person that you want will come to you. And it, 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 Yeah, nobody's perfect, but it'll be closer to what you want. You think so? I, I, I love that. I, I am a firm believer. And I love how confident you sound saying it because yeah. you sound like you really believe it. I do. Not like you're just saying it. I do. I really do. I wish, I wish it was that simple for me. I'm not like... I believe everything you said, and I actually agree. I think that waiting for what you deserve and waiting for the right person is extremely important. And I think we, not only do what I said about the older generation, whatever picking and choosing, we also see it in their how their relationships mature. Mm -hmm. These people don't really love each other. Like, they just be living. Like, yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's weird. And I feel like we're marrying for love these days. Like, yeah. We really want to be in love, but um, there's there's a lot of Haitian parents. Mm -hmm. You find that they don't sleep in the same bed. Yeah, Africans sleep. too. Yeah, and it's like that's not what it's supposed to be. Right, yeah. right. But what do I know? And I find that the couples who are trying to like stay together even now, I think they're having to like re introduce themselves to their partners and like kind of fall in love for the first time. Right. Like I could, I like that. I see that in certain older couples, like they're really, really trying, but you can see that it takes a lot of effort when it wasn't there to begin with. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so, I mean, I think I, I was trying to bring up a point, but I got sidetracked, um, about that. Oh, I was saying like, as much as I agree with what you were saying about being single and waiting for the right person, I just, I do think that for the clock of a woman, that's what gives me anxiety. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that gives me anxiety. Not to the point where I would ever rush or anything like that, but I do often worry, like, am I going to be able to meet the man that I love in time to have kids yeah. And stuff like that. Because I really, like, that's my biggest, I don't know, that's one of my biggest fears. I do not want to leave this world without having kids. Right. I feel like I was not put on earth to be a mother, but that's one of my things. Right. Like, I need to be somebody's mama. And I'm so sad, like, but especially because I'm not willing to settle, I'm so sad that that may result in me not being somebody's mama. The only thing I could tell you. Dang, I ain't gonna be nobody, mama. You just, you just gotta uh, take, take some sort of action. You gotta be active. But active don't, don't be, how? But don't be too active. If you know what I'm trying to tell you. What do you mean by be active? Like you know, maybe like, like I said it before. The person that you think that is like, dude, no, not him. Never, might be that guy. It might be the guy for you. I don't. There's nobody in my life like that. Not right now. 
there's nobody where I'm. <laughs> well, you know, post another picture of me, and then all those dudes are gonna come. They're gonna come <laughs> back. And what I'm saying is, <laughs> let, let me finish. Let me finish. All these dudes are gonna come back in your DM, right? And they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna have all your attention and stuff. And then you're gonna give them a, you're gonna give them a little uh, attention. Then you're gonna fall in love and have these four kids that you want before 33. <laughs> that sounds like a disaster <laughs> for my vagina and my life. Um, but okay, if you want to be vulnerable and you want to be real grown up, can you really answer the annoying question, why are you single? Can I answer it? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I can answer it. Okay. Give me a long answer, not why? a short one. Oh. Okay. Dig deep. Because <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> Is that long enough? <laughs> no homo. Shout out to Jean. <laughs> Can you be real? Can you be real for once? That's not why you single, yo. I choose not to do any, not to take anything seriously because um, I was talking to my cousin the other day, right? Mm -hmm. And there was this girl. She, I asked him if that was his girlfriend. They 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 walked down from his bedroom, mm -hmm. and he's like, "No," and I'm like, "Why isn't Why isn't she?" He's like, "I mean, he's like, at one time we we're doing boyfriend girlfriend things, but we were like, what are we doing?'" And I was like, "What's the problem?" And he's like, "Listen, I don't want to tell somebody that they're my girlfriend, and I live with my parents." And I was like, "I feel that," mm. but at the same time, it's like you have to. It take a step somewhere. Right. So, in other words, like, if I want to take somebody serious, right now, I can't really not take anybody serious. Right. I, ha I have to start looking into taking someone serious. Right. But I need things to be in place. So, I'm kind of like the old school mindset. If I were to go to some, if I were to go to a woman's father and ask for their daughter's hand in marriage, I need to... I need to assure them that their daughter will be safe in my hands. Okay. Uh, in what capacity would she not be safe in your hands? Because like, you live at home? That. Like, but you could. I know a lot of people that, especially foreigners, who stay with their parents until they get married. Right. Um, so what's the problem with that? Especially when you're somebody who, it's not like you're just chilling. So if, like, that's that's fine. Like, I, I don't have a problem uh -huh. with that, but. What the problem is, is like, if I need to go get a house tomorrow, can I do it? Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I need I need to do that. And you can't just buy a house and then not have any money saved up. I, I think I, I have enough money to buy a house. But after I buy the house, will I have enough can money? Can you take care of it? Will I have enough money? Like sitting. Mm -hmm. That's very important to me. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Like if my car breaks down, can I just go buy another one? Right. And I'll right. use one, like mm. you said, for $10. I know y'all think about that a lot. And I love that men have that kind of mindset um, because it's just now coming to me now. Yeah. Like, it's never been a, a real thing um, um, to me. But I, I do think that y'all think like that more so than women. Like, just working hard. And it's like, people ask, like, what you working for? And you'd yeah. be like, yo, I, I need it. I need this bread. I need it from everywhere. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's cool. Um, but don't you think that waiting on all these placement holders kind of prohibits you from like moving because I like moving in the direction? I think, I think what needs to be done is that you don't, you don't completely shut it out. You know what I'm saying? So like, let's say if I was in my cousin's case, right. Mm -hmm. And I had a girl that I'm interested in. I would like let her know that I'm interested and I'm moving towards those steps, but it just can't really be done just right now. Okay. But it's, it's it. But look forward to it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So therefore, I'm still single. Okay. But the plan is not to be single for much longer. And in that case, you're still single because yeah, you want to. You want to see. You want to see. Like, all right, this is this is this is what's going to happen soon. Mm -hmm. This is what I have, and I'm on the right track. That's what that's the words I'm looking for. I'm on the right track. In what ways do men have to wait for women in that same capacity? And do they ever? <laughs> so like 
You're saying like flipping roles? Yes, because I don't think that typically women ever put men in a position where it's like, you know what, I got to get this, 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 and that straight before I could do this with you. I'm I'm sure there's women there, but I'm I mean like generally speaking, I don't feel like we do that to y'all. I never even thought about that cuz I'm so used to thinking like men are the, you know, right. They're the foundation. Uh, well, not the foundation, but you know. I know what you providers, the, 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 place yeah, keepers. I feel like women are the backbone. Uh-huh. They're the backup battery. Like, okay. Things fail, you you know, lights up and then you keep it going. Right. But the men are the ones, they're the... Uh, they should be leading. They're the they're the face of the band, okay. if you will. Okay. And uh, the, the reason I brought that up is because I like what you're saying. I just feel like this goes back to the age-old um, issue that I think some women, especially over 30, have when it comes to, like, being patient. You know, because I feel like we have, we, we may go through the same type of issues y'all go through Mm -hmm. in our own way, in a feminine way, but I feel like never do they deter us, um, from saying, I don't want to do this right now, or I can't do this like that right now. I feel like we feel like I'm going to handle this. But I can also still handle this relationship at the same time. Or I'm going to do my best to do them both. And I feel like sometimes with y'all, it's it's this or that. It's this or that. And it's like, shorty, you got to wait. I'm not ready for that because I got to do this, this, that, that. Yeah. I got you. It sucks. I mean, but <laughs> would you rather that or just like a bum? <laughs> it's just and it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like... I think that what you say, right, about um, being transparent with a woman and letting her know which, like, I like you, but I need to take these steps. I think that that conversation happens um, sometimes, and or it could happen many times, but I feel like in a woman's mind, not always do they understand how that holds this up. Mm-hmm. And that's where the conflict sometimes occurs. Mm-hmm. Be- and then, depending on how long it take you to do, like, because we think, if we looking at you and you look good, like, for me, even looking at you as a friend, I'm like, you straight. Like, you're fine. But in your mind, you're not. Mm-hmm. So you could be telling somebody, you know what, I got to do this, this, that, and the third. And that person could be looking at you like, Okay, you could do that and you could do this. Like, right, right. what's the problem? And I feel like that sometimes cause the, causes the conflict because it puts the woman in a position where she has to wait. But you know, a lot of times is the issue is um, everything compared to like, you know, when our parents were like tra- traditionally is like going back to school, going to school. And you go to school, you'll get a job, you'll be fine, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. now there's so many options. Right. It's like, all right, plan A has to turn into plan B mm-hmm. and then like, let's see what happens with that. And then, you know, right. So that's, that's a lot of the problems that we're having today. There's so many plans and then, uh, trying to execute them and sometimes they fail. Right. So, and then there's so many niggas and there's so many girls. So then it's like, if your plans fail, I'ma just go find me a new nigga. And then, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's just the cycle <laughs> that we're going in right now, to be honest. It's what it's not we do? don't live in a <laughs> we don't live in a pick me pick me uh place now. It's like I right, you ain't pick me, I'm gonna go find somebody else. But then that that to me, when I was talking about wrong person, right time, I was talking about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like right. when you really like it's really not no issue. Somebody is just asking for your patience, maybe, or whatever, and you really like them, but you do not want to wait. For them to get it together. Hmm. Or you don't want to wait for them to be secure in whatever they doing before you get what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's it. That was a nice deep dive. It was alright. Um, do you have anything else you want to say to the people? No, I don't. I don't know what to tell y'all. Are you ready for Thanksgiving? I feel like something's off about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Something something this year is just off. Especially after hearing, like, the governor doesn't want people having too many people at their house. Right. Like, get out of here, bro. I'm going to the heart of the pandemic for Thanksgiving. You going to ATL? I'm going to Texas. Oh. Where there are one million COVID cases. Um, But I think that I'll be very far from everybody that's got it. Is that how they talk in Texas? <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna be a little far from people. Um, cause I my sister lives in a small town right out a small town out south. Uh, whatever. She lives in a town outside of San Antonio. Um, so we really just stay in the house. But um, you're right. It doesn't really feel Thanksgiving z. Um, I also feel like they're. I was at my sister's house earlier, and shout out to my sister, my little sister Minx, because she just got a new apartment, and I went to see it for the first time today, and I'm very proud of her. Yeah, Minky. Um, but what was I saying? Oh yeah, somebody at her house was telling me that they kind of canceled Black Friday. Is that bad? I don't know, but I guess people can't be acting a fool. Like you know what I'm saying? Like how they usually do in these times. I, I was never really a fan of. Black Friday, you know, people waking up and doing all that crap. Mm-hmm. So I, that might it might be for the better. Yeah, I feel like even if there is a Black Friday, like, um, it's going to be a lot of line type stuff because they're gonna need it civilized, mm-hmm. and it's only gonna be like ten people at the store at a time. Yeah. Um. So I guess that's cool, but I mean, is it really necessary? Do you need anything that bad? I don't. Yeah, me neither. I like I I don't really go out on Black Friday and if I do, it's typically like after five o'clock. And I'm telling you, the malls, the stores, they be a mess. I just don't think they're marked down that much for me to be doing all that. Nah, you get good deals on Black Friday. Oh. Really, really good deals. Um, if you look in the right place. Um but yeah, that's our show. That is our show. Happy Monday. We're halfway through November, just like that. Just like that. Um, 2021 is going to be here before we know it. Um, But thank you for listening to the This Is 30 podcast. Please make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, and their mama, and their cousin, and and their mama, and their cousin, and their daddy, and their cousin, and their mama, and their cousin, to listen to the This Is 30 podcast. Like, subscribe. (laughs) What was that? What was that? Like the donkey side? Um, like, subscribe, share, and put your friends on. You know, put your friends on. We will see you next week. Peace out. Peace.